This is CliffCentral.com. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindeque, the good things guy. I've also got a full team. Not a full team. We're never a full team. I always talk so much cuck on this show. Um, <laughs> Paige's out in Soweto, busy changing the world because that is how we roll. But I do have the K's in studio. K1 and K2. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. <laughs> Morning. Morning. How's everybody doing? Good and you? Good. Do we have a long weekend? A good long weekend? Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday, y'all. So much going on. We get to hang out with you, bring you the good stuff, the good news stories, inspirational things that really, really matter. South Africa and the world is full of cuck news. We don't need it. We don't need to be uh, repeating it. There are websites and, and media houses dedicated to blood and gore. We bring you all the good stuff. Um, the stuff that really matters. I believe it matters. Good and fresh. That's it. It should be stuff that we should be sharing. And if you look, it's actually a trend on social media right now is people are sharing good news. It's the inspirational stories that are really making waves on social media. We're going to bring you some of those stories that happened this weekend. Um, We're actually not allowed to talk about one, but we can just touch base on it because it's quite exciting. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Which one? Which one? Uh, Whatever. Kerry and I will be catching up on all the good news. Uh, We'll bring you the top five good news stories that were trending for the past week, as well as interviewing a couple of inspirational people. We've got Catherine uh, von Score, who is from, she's from Africa Tukun, right? You know Africa Tukun. Yeah, we do. I know Africa Tukun as well. You've worked with them before. Mm-hmm. So she's coming in to talk to us about something called Toy Toy for Happiness that they've just done. And then we've also got um, Natalie, who recently launched an IT academy for youth in need, which I think is important, teaching wow. those kids uh, who desperately need skills, well, any sort since, of skills. Well, since our generation is... Oh my goodness, we just, yeah. we're an IT generation. Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm playing on my Apple yeah. and I've got my Apple Watch on and <laughs> we're going to be doing. Why are you not recording that? Li- no, we're going to be on. in a little bit. That's, that's only we, when we do the top five. Uh, then Kirst will be bringing us all of the stuff from Huddle Up, which uh, we'll find out a little bit later. They, it's their one change, one thing to change everything, an idea to literally change everything that you can get involved in right now. I like to call their initiative, which is Huddle Up, a dating site for charities. Basically, they find the stuff that really needs help right now, and they make it really easy for you to get involved. If you want to get involved in the conversation, you can give us a call on 0861 or you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com, or myself, Brent Lindeku, Good Things Guy. There's so many hashtags and handles that you can use we'll pick it up somewhere hopefully um or you can get in touch with us on wechat kerry's looking at the screen right now so if you want to send any messages to the show just tap connect then message to show and we'll get all of those messages directly you should know how to do it by now talk to us um okay so a lot going on uh sort of a catch-up conversations we need to talk about what's happening rack 16 doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon i don't think it's going to no it shouldn't no random acts of kindness 2016 so many people just keep getting involved keep sending me good stories that we can focus on and and talk about and you know there's good stuff where where you can just be kind to one another which uh, i think it's sitting on i don't know if the website has updated but it's about 89 million people worldwide globally that have got involved that, that much already yeah. Wowzers. You know, we, we are at the mark that we were last year and it just keeps growing, which is so, so, so exciting. <laughs> then also a random acts of kindness, which we, we touched on last week. Eddie Izzard. I know, right? He went running around the South Africa for, yes. for 27 days. For 27 yeah, days. Fantastic. He ran, so 27 marathons in 27 days. And from what I understand, a marathon is like 42 Ks. Mm. Um, and he ran one marathon every day except for day four where he had to be hospitalized because uh, he was feeling a little bit drained. Um, but then he was on, just exhausted. He was exhausted. But then on day five, he picked up again and he ran, 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 ran. And on day 27, he ran two marathons in one day. On his last day. Um, he's a comedian, so it's, you know, he's, he's made his money, he knows his worth, he, he, he's comedy, that's what he does. But what he decided to do is give back. He ran for 27 days, and in those 27 days, he raised more than 1 million pounds. I feel like Dr. Evil when I said that. <laughs> 1 million pounds. He raised. So a, you know what? You've got to get your head around that number. Okay, times it by? million pounds. By 25? <laughs> what? 25. 20, 
25 million rand. Yes. He made in 27 days. That's right. What? I've never, ever in my life. 25 million rants. That's just insane. It's incredible. And just you know what? Insane. If he can do it, then there's others that can do it. You know well. what? Stop it, running, guys. <laughs> well, we've got, um, Matt, what are their names? Mad to, Mad, to Mad to Run. Mad to Run are yeah. running right now from, from Johannesburg had, to Cape Town. Yes, yeah. and we had TJ as well that also ran. No, he walked. No, he, well, Look, he don't, take, don't take anything away. <laughs> no, 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 no. He no, walked no. for 30 days from Joburg to Cape Town. Well, good, good on him. Goodness. <laughs> um, we were supposed to have him in studio to talk about his book, actually. I totally forgot about that. TJ, if you're listening, you're meant to be in studio telling us about your book launch. And why weren't we invited? I don't think he's written it yet. That's why he hasn't come in. (laughs) We're going to have to get hold of TJ. Absolutely silly. So this weekend, a couple of things happened. Um, We had International Day of Happiness, which I don't know if you guys saw. I wrote an article about it. Mm. Um, Angry Birds have joined United (laughs) Nations. For the coolest little campaign ever, it's called Red Goes Green. Because yes. in the Angry Birds universe, that red bird is mother effing evil. Mm. Like, he's not a he's not a happy guy. Dun, dun, dun. He, if he was, I mean, he's red, so he's angry, right? Yeah. And he's an angry, angry bird. bird. And um, what he decided to do for International Day of Happiness, red went green, uh, which basically means red the bird went green for climate change. And he's yes. traveling over the next, I think it's month, he's traveling all around the country, all around the world. <laughs> uh, and he's going to be spreading happiness and talking about climate change and how much, he's how no important it is. no longer an angry bird. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's green. Red <laughs> goes green. So that was pretty cool. I was a part of that. Um, I got to, he nominated me to do something. So I was showing off my recycling bin. I was like, <laughs> that's me. Then, yeah, I saw you. Aris, with your Aris cycle. That's what I do. So that was International Day of Happiness, which fell on, I think, Sunday. Mm. But before that, Saturday was Earth Hour. Well, speaking of Earth Hour, that was so amazing. Earth Hour was great. And then my electricity got cut off at 11 and came back on the next day at like 2 o'clock. So I... I, I <laughs> that was my producer telling me to raise you because you're not speaking to your microphone. I am so close to my mic. <laughs> we, so, we are like in a really close relationship here. <laughs> so I, Earth Hour, I switched off at half yes. eight. I was a done. A lot of people did. I switched off. Yeah. And I just didn't turn back on. I was like, cool. I'm going to sit here with a candle and my family. We're going to drink some wine and we're going to talk and we're just going to spend some time with us. Real family time. Real family time. Yeah. Um, I did post something online this morning with the 20 six amazing photos of places around the world that switched off. So mm. you've got the Eiffel Tower, Sydney Opera House, all these places switched off um, their power to sort of just prove a point. It's it's turning it off for an hour. It's making an hour of difference. Something that I didn't think of, which someone replied to the article, is they said that as humans, our electricity consumption only makes up something like 18% mm. of the bad stuff, um, whereas the emissions from the animals that we produce is far worse. Far worse. Those cows. The the cows farting. (laughs) For real. Yeah. That's real. Maybe it's you that needs to get closer to your mic. Up close and personal. There we go. Now we're in. Now we're in. Yeah, so that was quite interesting. Um, and then we also had Human Rights Day, which fell on yesterday. Mm. Um, a lot of great things happened around the country Mm. where people were, Celebrating. Celebrating and talking about human rights. You know, I I try and explain to people that for me, um, what the ANC did back in 94 was just unbelievable, Mm. not only for our country, but for me as a human being. Yes, I'm white. So maybe it sounds a bit weird, but I'm also gay. And in, in 1994... Uh, the gay rights, they, I mean, they fought for our rights as well. Mm, yeah. South Africa was one of the first places in the world that, ha- that w- where a legal same-sex partnership could happen. Mm. America only woke up last year. Sure. Let that yeah, sink that like, like, in perspective. Put that into wow. perspective. So, so for me, Human Rights Day and all of those great leaders, uh, Helen Sussman, um, Oliver Tambo and Nelson Mandela. I look back and I, I'm just super, super thankful. Yeah, apart from the racial aspect and everything that yeah. happened, the transformation of our country as yes. a whole. Yeah, is there were all massive. the other elements as well that people seem to forget. Wow. Huge, huge. So a lot, a lot of the political leaders stood up and and said many things yesterday, and um, some of them I agree with. And some of them we don't. Some of them we don't. And uh, and one of the things 
that our fantastic president did. He went to the stadium in, in Durban and he stood up and he was moaning. And I agree completely. Racism cannot be tolerated. It is disgusting. We know this as South mm-hmm. Africa. We have dealt with it for the, since January 1. Uh, but he's sort of talking about the cartoonists in our country. The political (laughs) cartoonists and their job is to be political and their job is to put things out there. To expose. Correct. So in his Human Rights Day address, President Zuma warned (laughs) against racists masquerading as cartoonists. And Zapiro, quick on the draw, released a cartoon late last night where he's on the left-hand side. He's got a news reporter reading out in his Human Rights Day address, President Zuma warned against racists masquerading as cartoons. And in the right-hand frame, the news reporter's got like a paper that was handed to her and and she goes, news just in, cartoonists warned against gangsters masquerading as president. (laughs) And I think that's just a, you know, it's that's what he's there for. Zapiro's there for us to look at the political side of life in a language that we understand. Um, It's really just phenomenal to see that. He's great. We love him. Good old Zapiro. Thank you for shining (laughs) the torch, dude. It's really cool. Uh, We also had Miss South Africa, which happened on Saturday. Yes. Congratulations, Miss Kuneni. That's it, Miss Kuneni. And apparently, not apparently, she's from Mpumalanga. Yes. The Mrs. World that was crowned mm. from Mpumalanga. Yes. Oh, wow. And then there was, there was also someone else who was from Mpumalanga. Mpumalanga has got some rising stars, y'all. If you're from Mpumalanga, then you must know. <laughs> Let's all move to Mpumalanga. Well, there's something, there must be something in the water there. Well, you know oh. what? I think they're just genuine and they're, they're pretty, pretty old school as well. They're beautiful girls, beautiful women. Wow. Super Goodness. cool. Wow. Congratulations. Mpumalanga. What an achievement. We love that. We love that. Um, the last sort of thing to, I want to bring up, uh, Operation Hydrate yesterday. Yes. Moved into Santon. Yes, they did. What were they doing there? They were selling bangles. They've now got, um, Operation Hydrate bangles. Uh, that they like sell the, it like to the um, Neil. They bracelets. I was going to say Neil Armstrong. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Lance. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> it's very similar. It's got He's been p- out of the news for so long. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> it's La- not Neil. It's Lance. <laughs> so Lance, Lance Armstrong did those live bracelets. Yes. Um, Operation Hydrate have got these beautiful blue ones with yes. like a little silver, silver. majiggy yes, joggy there. With Operation Hydrate. And yes. I'm guessing if you buy a bracelet, then money would go towards Operation Hydrate and mm-hmm. what they're doing because I mean they. Um, drilling boreholes and they're raising, I mean, they're, um, uh, collecting water still. And yesterday, uh, I stand to be corrected, but I think they raised 10,000 rand from sales of those bracelets. What? Oh, wow, yeah, 10,000 rand. Guys, I, so that Operation Hydrate, I mean, it's got a great backing from Yusuf. Mm-hmm. Um, Yusuf used to be with Lead SA. He's now moved into Crime Line yes. uh, International. Yeah. And, um, he is just doing phenomenal stuff. Mm. Like stuff that we... That guy is like... <laughs> I think yesterday he was in Santon. Today he's in Cape Town. As far as I know. <laughs> and also... Um, all over. A- advocate uh, Tuli, Tuli Mansela. She was there as yes, well. Yes, she was. She's, so, she's now an ambassador as well, I think. Which is unbelievable. It's such a cool cause. Um, again, we've spoken about this every flip and show. But and what today is actually International Water... Like, it's Water Day. It's Water not, Day. Not uh, Water Week like we had last week or Water... Whatever it was. Water, it was Water Week last week. Now it's Water Day. For sure, which we need to celebrate. But what, yes. what I've said... Every time we bring up Operation Hydrate, which I think is is a fact mm. that we need to remember, is that Operation Hydrate started in December. Yes. Yeah. It started in December. It was volunteers. It was individuals. It was people that were worried about the state mm. of South Africa. And only in February or March. It the was gov- the beginning of March. The government jumped in. Yes. Like Operation Hydrate is for the people, by the people, made by the people. And that's... It's flipping amazing. And everybody's jumped on board. I mean, there's so many different um, initiatives that are joining Operation Hydrate. I mean, there's a, I don't know if you've seen it, it's called the Hippo Barrel. What, what? Yeah, it's a barrel of water and they've connected this little piece of metal. You know, like the kids in, in town. I have seen this. Yes. Okay, so. You, instead of them carrying it on their heads like they do traditionally. Yes. 
they've got this barrel that okay, they you, can you push. Need, you need to take a step back. So it's a con- plastic container yes. with these two sticks that you yes. put inside. And yes. what it was born from was um, kids in the townships and that didn't they, have uh, toy cars. On the tires. They used yes. to do it with the tires. They used to play yes. and sort of roll these things. It was their toys. Uh, their toys. And mm. they've now created a mechanism to carry the water that they go get from wherever their yes. water wells are. Yeah. And they're able to put it in each side and then... And just run with it. Just run with it. Man, that's so cool. Innovation. So, so, so cool. So Mm. cool. Well done, guys. Um, Last thing that I want to touch on about uh, catch-up and and what sort of happened over the weekend. Etoll's our lovely... I don't know how to say the name. Outer. 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 Mr. Wayne Dievenacher, um, he's just said that the, the gantries and stuff are completely illegal because they're non-compliant to, mm. they haven't been signed off and there's no licenses. Last week, Sanral said that they would be issuing, um, summons for people that haven't, <laughs> haven't paid their bills. And, and um, the, the Ota group have just said they can't do that because the gantries are actually, they're non-compliant. So and how they many can't people would you. they go after as well? I mean, if you think about how many people don't actually have the Curse, do you pay your e-tolls? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Kerry, are you, uh, are you... Are you, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to thank e-tolls. Do you know why? Why? Because I get e-tolls to my house. Okay, so it's obviously got my address and stuff on it. Yeah. And I use it as proof of residence. Hey. <laughs> it's the only thing Fantastic. they'll accept. I'm like, that's pretty, I had to go to the bank cool, in Rika and I had to do a whole lot so of you stuff. Used, you used and the I'm proof like, of residence. I have an e-toll account and it's, um, I mean, it is quite a bit outstanding, but you know, it works. You know, as South Africans, <laughs> we can only sit back and watch and sort of wait to see what happens with that. And, um, if they, if, I mean, they if spend we, so much money though. It's, mm. you, you can just watch from the sidelines. It's, it's, and then the group other, mentality, I mean, the, I think. the, the positive as well is Sanral. Okay. I've seen people on the highway, people get stuck and trucks get mm. stuck and you see the Sanral trucks coming. Accidents. Exactly. And they block off the highway and they help the guys that are stuck. I know people that have broken down with no petrol and San- Sanral is there. Hey, their trucks are there. Their guys assist you. And well, from there, that there, point of view, that's so, great. So this show is called The Good Stuff and we continue to fight to find the good stuff in every mm. situation. And I think we can be thankful that we have uh, dedicated members that are at Sanral that are yes. looking after us on the roads. And we thank you for that. We applaud you for that. Uh, until the e-toll debacle is sorted, yes. you know, I'll, mm. I'll just sit on the fence. And they continue and they really do. And they go and they're going strong and they're still positive about what they're doing in their jobs. And that's wonderful. So thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. you guys. This message was not brought to you by Sanral. Um, <laughs> no. This is the good stuff. And, and we need to focus on the good news stories for the week. So I hope you're ready. Hey, I'm it's gonna, Autumn. Is that a good? Is that a good thing? It's autumn. It means winter's coming. I, I'm not sure if that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> are you referencing the seasons or Game of Thrones? No, as seasons. <laughs> it was in, it was autumn day the other day. Facebook told me. <laughs> Facebook told me it yeah. was autumn. So I'm I'm glad that we know that it's autumn. I can actually feel it. I'm wearing flip flops today in honor of trying to hold on to as much summer as I can. And I don't think it's working. No, I got my boots on. Me too. We got our boots on. <laughs> we got our boots on. These boots are made for walking. All right. So this is the good stuff. We're going to bring you the top five good news stories that we're trending over the last week. Um, Kerry, take it away. What do we have at number five? This man's Nando's experience ended in uncontrollable tears and was too funny. So oh, we all know Nando's in South Africa. Yes. Nando's, I am addicted. We love Nando's. Addicted to their peri spinach. Mm. It's something I literally, for lunch some days, I'll be like, mmm. Like not even, I don't even care for Just their chicken. The spinach. Just their peri spinach. <laughs> we still love your chicken, Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'll, I'll go to a Nando's and I'll order like a two, side orders of peri spinach and that'll be my lunch because I'm so addicted to it I love mm. it I don't know what they put in there it's just flipping so amazing delicious. so we know Nando's in South Africa Nando's is also an international they yes. carried it through yes they do they have Sta- it in different countries started in here mm. in South Africa um, and and they've moved into different countries although in different countries they use them as a different mechanism so I I believe that Nando's is a takeaway place like I I don't, I'd rarely go there for dinner. I wouldn't go sit down no. and order a bottle of wine and some chicken. Mm-hmm. But in, if I've got time to kill, then yeah. In Australia, it's like that. And also in the UK, where this story comes from, it's a proper sit down restaurant. Yes. Like proper. Yeah. Because it's also different. I mean, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not your standard mm. uh, fish and chips. Exactly. <laughs> so what happens to this guy? Shame. So he, it was his first date, right? He's 25 years old and he decided to take the, take the lead. 
pick up his date from her house, take her to Nando's. And then he thought he was like hot stuff, excuse the pun. <laughs> and he ordered peri peri chicken. Proper peri peri oh, chicken. No. And he cannot stand hot food. Okay, well, but whoa, whoa, why did he order? I don't understand. Well, he wanted to look like, yeah, he wanted to impress her that now he's got this peri-peri flag in his chicken and he knows exactly what's what in this Nando's restaurant. Okay, so this tried to impress his his date and um, by the end of it, he actually, he couldn't speak. His eyes had welled up. His eyes were like shut closed. He was he was on fire. He couldn't actually have a conversation with this girl. Had to cut the whole date short, take her home, and he he typed Nando's this long message, and they responded on, on Facebook, obviously on Facebook, yes. And um, it's quite a long message. You can post it on your on your site. It is up there. And uh, Nando's responded because he's uh, he wrote our food arrived and there sat my plain chicken with my extra hot flag stuck in it staring back at me and he doesn't eat hot food. Shame. <laughs> Nando's was not about to take the full blame for Johnny not landing a second date, so they left him some advice. And then I think that, uh, what at the end of it they uh, offered him a peri a peri medical kit so he can improve <laughs> in his resistance to spice so you can feel bold. And then offered their sympathy and said, we've got our wings crossed for that second date. So, I mean, there was a lot of humor in that one. But Shame good man. for you, Nando's. It's a, you know, it's a funny story. And um, I mean, it is a funny story. If you look at the photo. I can't uh, eat hot food. And let me tell you, it's hot. I've I done cannot, that I can't even, before. You know what? <laughs> Nando's lemon and herb for me is great. I mean, I don't, I can't do more than that. I'm sorry. No, when I do Nando's as well, I go for like a mild. I think uh, no, mild's not, not too even, bad. Not even safe. I don't, I don't mind a mild. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to post that story on Facebook. If you are tuned in via Facebook, because we've just gone live, I'm one story down. Sorry. Hey. Say what's up, yo. Yeah. Uh, if you know, I'm going to post it online so you can go look at the photos. His eyes are all swollen. <laughs> it's really funny. The poor bloke. Had a bad move. What do we have at number four? Sink, a South African story that hadn't been told but needs to be seen. Okay, so I got invited to the, the premiere, premiere yes. for, for, I don't, it was last week, eh? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I got invited to the premiere. I went through not knowing anything about the movie. Mm. Uh, I knew, I know Brett, um, yes. who is the writer of mm. the book, uh, and also the director for, for the movie. And I didn't even know that a girl that I studied with at after, Shocky, yes. is the ma- she's the lead. So I was like, what the F? I got to the premiere and it was out of this world. Um, the movie itself, it's, it's reminiscent of something out of Hollywood. Mm. It is unbelievable. The story, the story is hectic. I cried my eyes out. Mm. Um, a woman who is working for a household as a domestic worker. Um, she's from from Mozambique and she, she comes from poverty. Her and her daughter live in, in South Africa and, and they have a white family who they work for. And, um, and during her, her little girl, I don't know what her age is, five Mm. or so. Um, her little girl drowns while the mom of the house is watching her. And the domestic worker, has, mm, Rachel, mm, has to decide mm, mm. whether to stay and continue to work for this family who she basically blames for their murder or go back to nothing. Because the wife, the wife is about to have a baby as well. So does she stay and look after the baby or does she go back to nothing? So it, it is a intense, intense story. And it's something that I believe every South, Af- every South African needs to watch. A, because we should be supporting South African content. Mm. Um, but B, it's a phenomenally made movie. Jenna Clifford as well took photos of, uh, it is Shoki, hey? Shoki. Shoki, yeah. Shoki, yes. Jenna Clifford took photos of her because I believe Jenna Clifford, uh, gave her some jewelry to wear for the. It was um, amazing. And she looked amazing at the premiere. She looked like a superstar. And Jenna Clifford said that she's just, wow. She's what an amazing, what, what an amazing woman. Abs- so much talent. Absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We're going to post that up online so you can see the trailer. It's actually the, the trailer that I've put with it is a, um, Shocky does a background sort of talk. So it's re- mm-hmm. it's quite interesting to see the back yes. end of the story. Yeah. Uh, what do we have at number three? Okay. So, uh, this is not for sensitive uh, viewers. <laughs> puppy lost, puppy, puppy who lost all four paws in Korean meat market finally gets adopted. Yeah. I need to show you, I, I like, we need reactions here. Maybe that's. So this two-year-old, a two-year-old dog was hung upside down in a dark room 
Not a two-year-old, a two-year-old dog. A two-year-old dog. It sounded like you said a two-year-old dog. It wasn't. It didn't belong. Like it was. It was. So it was. It was was bred. It was bred for food. It was a Korean dog that was bred for food, and it was hung up upside down by all four its legs, beaten for two years. The reason they beat the dogs is to make um, tender. Make them eat tender. So I must say, I, I mean, you can see Kirst's face there that she's not happy at all. Neither are any of us because it's quite a terrible story. But it does have, it does have a good, good ending mm. because it, um, the little dog was taken in a rubbish bag, thrown in the dumpster. The meat was, I mean, the dog was starting to rot and then obviously they couldn't use it for meat. So they put the dog in the dustbin in, in a packet. In a dustbin in a packet. It was found, taken to a hospital. Um, had to have all four of its paws removed. So it's got these little stumps. Mm. But the video is of this dog. It's, it's the happiest little dog you've ever seen. And she, she runs on her little stumps. Name is Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. Uh, she's been adopted by an American family. Yes. So she's moved over to the United States of America. Mm. And she is living the best life. And they're going to put her in therapy and stuff as well once she's fully healed. Well, what, what they've said is they're going to use her as a therapy dog yes. for kids with amputation. Okay, but she's still, I mean, she's still going through her own therapy. Shame. Cool story. We're going to post that online so that you can see uh, the little video that goes with that because it's pretty cool. It's quite cute, though. What do we have at number two? A song written by a 12-year-old for the uh, for Madiba is going global. This is for the, the 67 blankets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, you, yes. so tell me the story so, of how you know um, what you know. I was, in, well, I went to their second birthday, which was on the 27th of January this year. Are with, you, are you mates with Caroline Stane? <laughs> no, but, um, not quite. I have followed her from the beginning though. And, um, <laughs> friends, you terrible. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so I went, uh, it was quite an intimate do. It was at, uh, the Nelson Mandela Children's, um, well, Nelson Mandela Foundation in Houghton. Yeah. And, um, there were, uh, sure, quite high powered people there. Um, influential. It was a beautiful event. And there they launched that, um, uh, Ella Greeley, who is Carolyn Stane's, uh, godchild. She's 12. Her and her dad were just messing around at the piano and uh, they came up with they came up with a song for sixty seven blankets. It's an epic song. It, it was performed is it was incredible. Yeah, it was performed by a couple of South African artists, yes. PJ Powers. And they PJ Powers sang Timothy it at the Malloy. birthday, yeah. Um but it, it crazier than that, mm. it's become an international song. Yes. So a producer in America picked up on it, um and Blaze Johnson, who was part of mm. uh the voice last year? Yes. Oh my word. I, like it made me so emotional. I can't actually tell you. And I'm so excited because they actually said there that they've got a, they've got a version of it and they made a version of it, obviously in studio, this one. Yes. And, um, they were open. They said that, you know, the lyrics are up and they open to other versions. So if you want to create another version of the song, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. I think they need a house version. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because this is like, it's very gospel y and quite it's emotional. And, you know. So I'm not going to play the whole song because it's going to take up all our time, but it's pretty cool. Oh, there we go. Yes. So this is the American version, but it also, that American version, um, it stars Timothy Malloy. So yeah. he's part of it. And PJ Power sang it at his second birthday as well. You know what? It was a very emotional event. And uh, the people that were there would know, I mean, will know. Um, it was beautiful. And what Carolyn has done with 67 blankets in the last two years is absolutely phenomenal. It is flipping insane. And you know, I... she's going for another record now, hey, in April. Wow. Yeah, because, uh, it was India. She did the 67 blankets, um, <laughs> the, um, what was Guinness Book of Records where she put all her blankets out at the, um, uh, union buildings. Yep. India beat them. Now we're going to beat India again. We're going to, we're going to bring, <laughs> bring in our A game. I just got to tell you, I've ended the broadcast on Facebook, um, that live broadcast feature because people phone me <laughs> during, <laughs> during the show. So it ended. It's just not ideal, but we had over 250 subscribers apparently just tune in and watch us talk about the top five stuff. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what do we have at number one? Wow. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Megan Carey never knew that a Facebook post about an accountant working as a petrol attendant would shake a nation by revealing the true state of South Africa. So this, it's very interesting that this all happened over human rights yes. weekend. Yeah. Um, this gentleman has a degree in accounting. 
Yeah. He's a degreed individual mm. and and he can't find work. He he needs to do his articles. So he, And they won't give him his degree his degree until his, he's done your articles. Until he's paid. Oh he all he's got thirty five thousand yes. Rand outstanding. Mm. So uh Megan she's from Durban. Um I've connected with her over this weekend. A beautiful soul. Humble as pie. Yeah, like, you can see that she, in her she, she doesn't even want us to mention her name. Mm. That, that's how far this goes. She was driving to work and stopped at the petrol station. This guy helped her and something just connected between these two people. We've heard the story time and time again, which I think is, is Ubuntu. It's South African. Yes. So they connected on this level of whatever it was. Uh, she drove away. She she was totally just blown away. She went back. She was overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Mm. She went back to hear his story. Um, he told her about the 35,000 rand outstanding. He's, he's originally from Zimbabwe. Mm. His little daughter stays in Zim. Um, and he sends back money to look after her. And he wants to be an accountant. I mean, that's his, his dream. That's what he studied to be. Yeah. But there's just no work. Can't get his certificate. All of that stuff in between. It's a whole big bang affected show. Affected by xenophobia as well. Affected by xenophobia in South Africa. Mm. And um, she posted his story online on Friday on yes, Facebook. Yeah. Went viral. Got shared. I think her post was shared like 700 times or something. Um, Good Things Guy picked it up, shared that. It was the top trending story over the weekend on Good Things Guy. Mm. Remember, Good Things Guy sees 200,000 subscribers. Yes. So I'm not allowed to say anything more until (laughs) until Megan's met with Henry. Um, She's going to be meeting with him, I think, today. And then we'll be able to give an update. We'll do it online. Uh, but it's good stuff. So if yes. we can go there, it's really good stuff. Like it's, it's out of this world. And good he's stuff. also got such a gentle, like looking demeanor. I mean, he looks like he reminds me of the guy from the, um, the Green Mile. Man, he's rad. He's, he's rad. Awesome. Uh, but that and story, well done. The, it's well a done. cool story. Yes. And I want South Africans to keep doing what they're doing because mm. this is real. Start recognizing. I say guys. this every week. We're in this together and the only way we'll get through this is together. Mm. So keep knowing that. Keep understanding that. Keep knowing that if you have, you should be able to hand over and assist. Um, we're going to post all of these stories online as we do every week so you can catch up on them and see the videos and hear about all the good stuff. Um, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. This is cliffcentral.com. Nine months. I would sit in my chair and talk about how I longed to meet you. I knew you'd be the most beautiful baby in the world. I was ready for you, but I wasn't ready for this. If you have a child in need of reconstructive surgery, Smile Foundation can help you. Visit www.smilefoundation.co.za or call us on 0861-276-453. You're back with the good stuff on Cliff Central. And um, every week we get to speak to incredibly inspirational people that are doing amazing things for South Africa and the world. This week is no different. We've got Natalie who's joining us in studio. She's here to talk about their many IT academies that they have around the country and what they do for kids in need. Um, I actually, like, at Cliff Central, we're a family. So if there's ever any content that we can share on different shows, we sort of let each other know and we pop emails to each other. And, and Natalie, I actually met you, e-met you through Jen Sue, who sent the email. Yes, that's right. Well, welcome to The Good Stuff. It's Thank amazing. You. It's amazing to have you here. Um, what? Tell us more about what is this organization? What do you do? Uh, what are the RT Academies? All right. So I run a nonprofit organization called Change the World Trust. Wow. What we do, we mm-hmm. provide IT skills to unemployed youth and high school students. Um, currently, we have seven IT academies across South Africa and one in Mozambique. And what we do, we set up free centers in communities, in schools, where we give them tangible IT skills that help them, you know, further their studies or get a job, find purposeful um, employment. When when we started the show, we actually said that skills development in South Africa is such a huge thing. We need it. It's it's so important. And more so, we live on these things now. It's technology. It's IT. It's, it's sort of where we live. So for you to be offering those skills is massive. It's huge. It's actually really exciting. We've got numerous young people. We've started in 2009. Last year, we had around 564 unemployed youth go through the training. We had almost 2,000 high school students receive free training. And numerous ones, over 50% of our unemployed youth have found jobs after receiving that training. Wow. Either it's um, providing, you know, it could be related to IT skills, finding an administration role, or just having that certificate, having that confidence. Because you need them get to have, jobs. you need to have IT experience in order to get a job. 
Yes. You need to have com- even you just need to the be basics. computer literate. I mean, literally. Sorry, excuse me. And not only that, once you know how to use a computer, you can create your CV, you can yes. post it online, you can look for jobs online. Yeah. It opens up a whole new world for someone instead of going, you know, office to office with your CV. It's really, it's really exciting stuff. The, the academies themselves, where are they based? Um, how do people sort of we apply? Have, well, we have one in Deep Sloot, one in Midrand, two in the Northwest, two in Eastern Cape, and one in Mo- Mozambique. So one, the ones in the community, it's word of mouth. Unemployed youth hear about it and they bring their brothers, their sisters, their friends because it's free training. It's all accredited with MICT, CETA, and we're also CompTIA Academy. Wow. So they become IT technicians. They have, um, you know, so it's an actual tangible skill for them. And um, in the schools, we do fun interventions, HTML coding um, training. We make them learn how to make their own websites. We do that through gaming, through fun things like that. Over and above our IT academies, what we're actually running at the moment is an, a campaign. It's called the Hour of Code. It started in the States, but we are currently bringing it to South Africa where we're changing mindsets. We're helping community leaders and teachers know what... Um, computer sciences, why we need it, why it's needed for the future and how important it is to teach it in your schools. Mm. I think it is. I mean, I said that before. It's vitally important that people are learning these skills because this is where the future is going. Mm. Everybody, well, privileged, have computers and smartphones and everything else. And that's where a lot of uh, communication is, information is shared. Yes. It's it's highly important that um, the underprivileged and, and the youth of South Africa, the youth of tomorrow, are able to get their hands on this Absolutely. now to be able to do something tomorrow so is it a, it's an actual center that you've got in all of these communities or is it a it's is it mobile or is it there permanently so the seven centers are there permanently okay but the campaign what we do we're actually networking with different ngos and schools and we bring them together we train the it trainers we take train the teachers and how to use computers and how to teach it to their learners and then they go back to their schools and their community centers and and train it's a waterfall it's a waterfall exactly. effect how yeah. often do you do the training at the centers themselves every day every, every day. single day now you can come visit us. We're in Deep Slur and Midrand. Um, we've got unemployed youth, groups of between 15 and 25 students coming through, and you can come chat to them. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Through this, a lot of our students have gotten jobs. They've gotten That's into incredible. learnerships. Um, so it's really exciting. They call us and they tell us, look, I've gotten this job, and they've never had the opportunity before. Wow. And it's for me, it's a way of seeing them to escape the cycle of poverty. You know, if you don't have a skill, if you don't have confidence to go into a job interview, um, you'll never get out of that cycle. You'll work in the formal sector. You'll never be able to join. That's amazing. How exciting. It is exciting. Um, the, the girls, I mean, I join when I can. Uh, schedules, when the schedule's allowed. But the girls do a lot we of work in Dipslurt. We were just saying, no, we were, yeah. we're going to go, we're gonna yeah, go we're and gonna pop go in and, and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> so you, I mean, you can get involved and yeah, you can, yeah. you can you bring your kids. Come. And we're there almost every week yeah. in Dipslurt. Okay. No, yeah. definitely come, come see us. <laughs> Super cool. Hey, thank so you. So from a, I mean, our listeners, um, are always eager to get involved and assist and volunteer and give sometimes money. We, we, we do really cool stuff on the show, yeah. uh, that people want to get involved in. What is it that the academy might need? Look, at this moment, um, we are pushing definitely for the Hour of Code campaign because it's about changing mindsets. So mm. we need partners, corporate partners, government partners to donate funding, but we also need ambassadors. We need people who will come and promote this program. It's completely free. It's online. It's offline. Anyone can do it. It's done through games. So it's really exciting for young kids and even adults to do. Um, you should try it yourself. It's, um, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come with the girls. We're going to come yeah. through on a Saturday. You should check it out. It's um, www.hourofcode.co.za. Hour of Hour of code. Absolutely. And um, we make them try one hour and you see if you have the aptitude, if you enjoy it. It teaches them these critical skills like problem solving. And then they take it from there. Absolutely incredible. Do you have uh, social media sites where people can follow you as well? Yes. You can go on Facebook. There's um, You for Change. So You, number four, Change. That's our official website of our um, nonprofit organization. You can also go on Twitter. It's um, Hour of Code SA because there's one in the States as well. And you can find us there. I'm going to repost all of those links online. Mm. I'm going to put them all over the yes. place so that people can get in touch and get involved. Fantastic. I think it's pretty exciting. Uh, the team and I are going to come through and we're going to Please. sort of take photos and put it up online so that people can experience it as well. Um, I'm excited about things like this because it's real change. Yes. It's it's real change and it's sustainable. It's doing something for tomorrow, yeah. which I think everybody should be so uh, focusing on. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you for being on the show. It's really Thank cool. You. We're going to post all of that online so that you can get uh, in touch with it. I think it's important. It's cool. Uh, if you can offer skills or if you're a corporate that's sitting at your desk right now and you can get involved, it's that simple. Um, this is the good stuff. Leave, leave, leave.
achievements, man. Such inspirational stuff. I am... I'm inspired. I want to go to Dipslut now and do good stuff. <laughs> yeah. We, well, should we go after this? Eh? Well, go. we're there all the time. So. <laughs> pull in. <laughs> pull in, yo. Pull in. So every week, again, we have amazing people that we speak to. Um, we've got Catherine from Africa Tikkun, who I'm excited because we featured you guys on the show a billion times. We mm. speak about what you do. Um, it's really exciting. So welcome to the good stuff. Good morning. It's, it's great <laughs> to have you. you here. Uh, for people that may not have tuned in on the shows where we are talking about what you do and how you do it, can you give us a bit of background about the foundation? Mm. Africa Tikkun um, operates child and youth development centers across Johannesburg and Cape Town. And at these centers, we do basically what we're calling cradle to career services. We walk alongside of children from early infancy uh, all the way through their lives. It's like a lifetime commitment with them up until the time they can be placed in work. So we give them education and educational support. We give quite a holistic support, so nutrition support primary health care, um, social support, psychosocial support, and then just a lot of leadership development so that we can help children to become really everything they have the potential to become. Mm. I think, and it's something that I mentioned a couple of seconds ago, sustainable change and sustain, sustainable difference is important in South Africa, and it's what you guys are doing. Yes, absolutely. You're, you're, you're teaching and you're educating the leaders of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think what people don't fully comprehend is the impact of poverty on life and the way it affects you psychosocially, the way it causes the breakup of family and yes. makes it very hard to learn. So we give a complete service to children knowing that if you can't have a, if you don't have a full stomach, you can't learn. If you yeah. don't have you cannot teach healthcare, a you child can't learn. Child. Yes. Mm. It's hugely, hugely important. Yes. Um, the reason you're here today is because you've just run a really cool campaign. Toy, toy for joy. Toy, toy <laughs> for joy, which I think is so important right now in South Africa. We started the year on such a bad speed bump. It was like a roadblock. Boom. We hit uh, Penny Sparrow. She came out of the woodworks. <laughs> then we had all these other racists coming out of the woodworks. And South Africa, the political side, the economy, the junk status, there's all this stuff going on that could easily drag us down. Mm. And can be so discouraging. And I think part of part of that is is that happiness is tied to the value that we give to our lives. And we're saying that whatever's happening in this country and whatever it says to you as a South African, you should bear in mind that your life is incredibly valued. It's, it has a limitless value. And therefore, you can be happy. You can be appreciative and grateful. Yes, South Africa is going to get there. We're going to get there. And our lives mean something. So we want to celebrate that. And it is about celebration. We, we need to be focusing on the good stuff. Uh, this past week, Sunday, was International Day of Happiness. That, that's right. Which, uh, which it's just, it's a reminder to just be happy. Yeah. It's a state of mind um, where we really need to focus on uh, in order to make South Africa better. So what is Toy Toy for Joy? So we wanted to jump in on the Day of Happiness because it was the day before Human Rights Day. And we wanted to say, let's just celebrate life. And so we went to Maboning Precinct where they have that lovely market. And um, that, that's the Arts on Main, right? Uh, or market is it on Main. Market on Main. Market, market on, on Main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we took our drummers from the Utando Center, which is in the inner city. Oh, so we took a bunch of drummers. We took a bunch of kids who were party starters. So they were like, going to dance and they toy toyed for us. And we just did like a really spontaneous outburst of happiness. And we stood on the side of the road and we drummed and we invited the public to to drum with us. And then we just walked up and down Fox Street and we just made a party happen. Did, did a lot of people get involved? Yes. That's <laughs> incredible. It was really funny. Some of them were a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, affected by what they had been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> because well, it was a lo- long weekend. Lo- long weekends in South Africa. Could you expect anything else? Party, so they party. Were with the drums and, and, but, but it was lots of fun and, and, and they were ululating and all kinds of people, you know, visitors to the country. They grabbed a drum and they got in on it. So it was liquor. You know that that area, um, it reminds me what the heart and soul of South Africa is. Uh, the one night I went and watched jazz at, at the Orbit, the Orbit Room. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Really cool night out. The dinner there was amazing. And we all left there and we went to a bar called Antisocial mm. afterwards, just down the way from, from the Orbit Room. And I'd had a bit of uh, fireball, <laughs> so not going to lie. Big party um, with all of my friends. And I stood 
in the center of this bar, f- surrounded by blacks, whites, Puerto Ricans, gays, whatever, whatever was there, they were around us. And I went, this is South Africa. Mm. What you see in parliament, what you see on the news, what, whatever is being propagated to you is not the reality. The reality is the people of South Africa. And doing something like you did on Sunday, you must have had that same feeling. That it's just, you you know, you can be proudly South African and proud of South Africa. Absolutely. And there's something about the Melbourne Precinct, like you were saying, and town, mm. that it's really diverse. And people are mixing so well. And, you know, I had I had foreigner, a foreigner come to me, like a visitor from France, just approach us and say, we've traveled around South Africa. We were really brokenhearted by how it seems still be, to be so divided and colors not into acting and then on our last day we came here and it completely changed their perception of South Africa and Man, so uh, cool when, yeah. when are we going to do this again we, I it, know. it can't just be for one day of the year and it can't be next year either I also want to do it again <laughs> okay on your next on your next uh, sort toy, of outing toy toy for joy I'd like to be involved no, the team must. would love to be involved yes. let's get together and do it Absolutely. if people want to follow what you guys do and the amazing work that you do uh, give a shout out to your, your social media links so africatikun.org is our fantastic website and Facebook slash Africa Tikkun, Twitter slash Africa Tikkun, and Instagram, and just the Africa's got a K, mm. and Tikkun is T I double K U N. Fantastic. We're going to post all of that online. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I love good stories like that, and that's why we bring you in every week because yes. you need to huddle up with good news. It's usually Kirsten Page, but as you know, if you're an avid listener, we're never a full team <laughs> because we are just busy running around doing good. Pagey's on the ground. Yes. The fort was cursed. Now it's Pagey. Yes. Well, Pagey, um, Kirsty, what do we have? <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about Children of Fire. So they were established in 1996. As the founder realized there was a desperate need for an organization that could assist young South African burn survivors. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I mean, they help one in three of the children that they have, that they help have been burned intentionally. Say that again, one in three. One in three of the children they help have been burned intentionally. <gasps> no, man. Yeah. And that I mean, obviously, shocking. with the socioeconomic challenges of South Africa, they contribute greatly to the high incidence of burns amongst children. So the charity began to focus on education in informal communities, informal settlement communities, sorry, on the dangers of and ways to prevent fires. Because that's a very big issue wow. that happens. Um, so the children of fire... Um, bring some of the kids out from Liberia, Chad, Zimbabwe, DRC, Gaborone, and they fly them out to South Africa for treatment. Wow. They stay as long as needed, sometimes undergoing multiple operations, receiving occupational and physiotherapy, post-trauma counseling, and going to school and exploring South Africa before returning home. Wow. So they look after the kids while they uh, give them treatment. What do they need? What do they need? Well, they, they need donations, um, and then obviously time, people, if they want to come and spend time with the kids. Um, and their big plan is to build a hospital in sub-Sahara, which will be dedicated to the treatment of pediatric burns. That's amazing. I just, so I they're just looking have, for funding. I just have to say, I, I've been doing, um, on the 1st of, 1st of June, 1st of June, I've been doing Cliff Central's The Good Stuff for two years. And one of the biggest underlying things that always comes up, as much as people need funding, they need experience, they need skills, they need time, they need, mm. they need you and your extra hands. Yeah. So I don't think it's always about money. Yes, no. if, if we had enough money to go around, it would be fantastic. And if you could uh, dedicate something to assist this amazing foundation, um, do it. But it's, it's also the hands, the volunteers, the people that make the difference. Yeah. The skills and the resources mm. is what's also needed. Massive, massive, massive. Um, every week we do post an article. So after Kirsten Page have come in, we put an article up online so you can get the background story. Uh, you can see a couple of photos. If there's videos, we put them in there as well. And then always are the contact details as to where you can get hold of them. But if you're listening right now, we can also do it on air. So Kirsten, give us your, your details. All of them. I want your email. I want your everything. Okay, so you can contact... Us via email at cursed at huddleup.co.za, page at huddleup.co.za. Facebook is huddleup with a capital U-P. Twitter is huddleup underscore Z-A. And then our website will be launching this Friday. So you'll be able to find da, da, da. us. Yes, exciting very stuff. Exciting. www.huddleup.co.za. Absolutely amazing. We're going to post all of that online so you can get in touch with it as well. Every week, 
Every week on Cliff Central, we have something that I do called Change One Thing, Change Everything. And this week is no different. Um, it's, I mean, it's affecting any South African at the moment. The refuse b- bins mm. are not oh. being collected. We've got this little problem in South Africa where our refuse guys have gone on strike and they are not collecting the refuse bins. Um, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a horrid thing because if you drive around the city, you're seeing that there's rubbish absolutely everywhere, um, all over the place. It's quite shocking. But what it's made me realize is we could do a lot more with recycling. Mm. There's a lot more right now that you could do with recycling. If you take your waste that you just throw away every week, those bins, yes. um, the rubbish that you throw in them, uh, there's so you much. Reduce it. You could reduce yes. it. I, I recycle. I recycle, and yeah. and I can tell you for free and for nothing, my bin outside my house is not full, because I recycle. Yeah, correct. I've got a, a massive, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, those those big green things that you put yes. all your food in. A digester. Oh. It's called a digester. <laughs> what are those big green things? It's a, it's a massive, massive, massive <laughs> tub. It's called a digester. Yeah. Don't have to laugh at me. It's called a digester, <laughs> and and you take all of your food scrappings as long as it's not meat. As long, uh, the fruit, the vegetables, paper, yes. toilet roll, really? uh, the, the cardboard, um, tea bags, and you throw it in this digester and you put a bit of the digestion food, digestion food, and it literally, you can watch it disintegrate. It's great for your compost it's, as well. It, it will, it, it, we use it as compost yes, afterwards. Yeah. It is the most phenomenal thing, and it's so easy. Change one thing, change everything. Learn to flip and recycle, and you wouldn't be moaning about the refuse What's bins. What's that big not green thing? Just saying. <laughs> I was just thinking saying. of Kurt's dustbin because Kurt's has got a, big, got a big green, green dustbin <laughs> in her kitchen, which is for paper. It's a yeah. big green paper bin. Of, co- of course, Kurt would recycle. Come on now, this is the good stuff, team. Yo, we don't mess around. That's not how we roll. Uh, so that's the good stuff on Cliff Central. We are, we are here every Tuesday and, and our main aim is to bring you good inspirational stories to focus on the good news that is happening in South Africa and the world right now. I think it's important to be sharing good news, to be, to be sharing that inspirational stuff. We got to meet really cool people. Do you, do you have some good news that you want to share? I do. I just want to say that I know of some people that are currently cycling down to Cape Town. And then they're doing the two oceans right afterwards. What? And they're raising money for charity. Do you? Uh, can we find out what their links are so we can put them up online and, and sort of follow them? Because that's wow. a cool journey. Send them to, yeah. That's a cool journey. That is. A, I'm excited. Also, Mad to Run's wow. going to be in studio when they make it to Cape Town, yes. um, so that we can talk to them as well, which is very, very exciting. There is no more time left. My producer's busy screaming at me inside the production room. Um, this <laughs> is the good stuff on Cliff Central. You've tuned in to a great hour. I feel inspired. I'm ready to do really, really good things. We've spent a whole hour chatting about good news stories, inspirational stuff. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together and the only way we'll get through this is together. Every week I leave you with a little quote and this week is no different. It was Human Rights Day Mm. on Sunday, uh, Monday. Yesterday. Yesterday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. (laughs) It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. This comes from Helen Sussman. I stand for simple justice, equal opportunity, and human rights. The indispensable elements in a democratic society and well worth fighting for. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in every week when we bring you the good news. You can download all of the other podcasts. They're all quite relevant on cliffcentral.com. They never go out of style because it is the good news. Uh, or you can go to goodthingsguide.com. That's where all the good news stories are live and they sort of are shared from that site. Uh, we're here every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Have a terrific Tuesday, you all. We'll catch up later. This is cliffcentral.com.